Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Sometimes We Need to Run. Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. You're such a great God. You are full of mercy and love. Thank you for sending your word and sending your son, Father, who is the word. We choose to live a life that glorifies you. We're ready today for what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic. Sometimes we need to run. You know, rightly dividing the Word of God is so important. We could take one of our favorite scriptures in the Bible, and it may apply to a certain situation in life, but not in others. For example, we have scriptures to press forward and stay the course, and don't quit, and don't grow weary, etc. But those don't apply to every area of our natural life. Sometimes we need to run, And not just stand there and think about it or walk away slowly. We need to run. Let's start today in Genesis chapter 39 in the Amplified Bible, verse 1. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an Egyptian officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the royal guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites, who had taken him down there. Folks, the life of Joseph teaches us so many things. One of those is that even though we are called by God and try to follow him and do the right things, bad things can happen in the natural realm of our life because we have an enemy, Satan, and his demons who steal, kill, and destroy. Think about Joseph in this verse. He was betrayed by his brothers and left for dead and then sold into slavery and now working for Potiphar. Two, The Lord was with Joseph, and even though a slave, he became a successful and prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. My friends, so even though he was in the natural in a bad situation, in this case a slave, the Lord was with Joseph, and Joseph, even in tough times of being a slave, he was successful and prosperous. 3. Now his master saw that the Lord was with him, that the Lord caused all that he did to prosper or succeed in his hand. For so Joseph pleased Potiphar and found favor in his sight, and he serviced him as his personal servant. He made Joseph overseer over his house, and he put all that he owned in Joseph's charge. 5. It happened that from the time that he made Joseph overseer in his house and put him in charge over all that he owned, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house because of Joseph. So the Lord's blessing was on everything that Potiphar owned in the house and in the field. Folks, this is another great lesson from Joseph's life, that people around us can see the Lord in us, and that the Lord causes us to prosper, and that we know how to handle things in the natural world and have the favor of God. 6. So Potiphar left all that he owned in Joseph's charge, and with Joseph there he did not need to pay attention to anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was handsome and attractive in form and appearance. My friends, just because we have favor with God and man doesn't mean the devil will just leave us alone. He hates all of God's followers with a deep hate. Satan tries to hurt God by hurting us. 7. Then after a time, his master's wife looked at Joseph with desire, and she said, Lie with me. 8. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, 
With me in the house, my master does not concern himself with anything. He has put everything that he owns in my charge. 9. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept anything from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do this great evil and sin against God and your husband? Folks, isn't it easy to hear about other people's problems after the fact and say or think, I would have done this or that? Well, at the risk of sounding like that guy, the only thing we could maybe learn about this situation was that Joseph had some big warning signs that Potiphar's wife was a problem. Maybe he should have made sure he never went near her living quarters without another man being with him. Are there any warning signs in our lives where we know that there is a potential issue? Maybe it's not sexual. Maybe it is. But no matter what we are dealing with, what can we do to make sure it doesn't escalate like they did shortly for Joseph? Verse 10, So it was that she spoke to Joseph persistently day after day, but he did not listen to her plea to lie beside her or be with her. My friends, it seems like the warning signs were pretty persistent for a while before it got to the point Joseph had to run. I feel strongly in my spirit that there are people out there listening who can stop a situation before they have to run. I don't know what it is, but you do. Your situation could be hanging around friends that like to party, drink and drugs or whatever, and you know you shouldn't be hanging around them when they do that. Maybe it is a friend trying to get you to watch something inappropriate for a Christian, or many other things. Maybe you can avoid your situation before you get to the point where you need to run. Because worse yet, what if you don't run? Then sin occurs against our God. 11. Then it happened one day that Joseph went into the house to attend to his duties, and none of the men of the household was there in the house. 12. She caught Joseph by his outer robe, saying, Lie with me. But he left his robe in her hand and ran and got outside the house. Folks, if we can't avoid it and get into a situation like this or some other temptation of the devil, we need to run, not stop and talk about it, not yield to our flesh, not try to reason with the other person, not walk away slowly. No, we need to run, flee from the situation, resist the devil's plans. 13. When she saw that he had left his robe in her hand and had run outside, 14. She called to the men of her household and said to them, Look at this, your master has brought a Hebrew into the household to mock and insult us. He came to me to lie with me, and I screamed. 15. When he heard me screaming, he left his robe with me and ran outside the house. Verse 20. So Joseph's master took him and put him in the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, so he was there in prison. 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and extended loving kindness to him and gave him favor in the sight of the warden. 22, the warden committed to Joseph's care, management, all the prisoners who were in the prison so that whatever was done there, he was in charge of it. 23, the warden paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's care because the Lord was with him. Whatever Joseph did, the Lord made to prosper. My friends, we can't be surprised 
when the world, the devil's people, lie about us or do us wrong. We need to keep living for Jesus, and God will bless us in any situation, just like he did Joseph in the prison. Proverbs 3, 7 in the New Life Bible. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from what is sinful. Folks, we need not to use our logic and try to justify a situation. We need to turn away and run from what is sinful. Now, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 in the Amplified. But understand this, that in these last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come. Difficult days that will be hard to bear. Two, for people will be lovers of self, narcissistic, self-focused, lovers of money, impelled by greed, boastful, arrogant, revelers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. Three, and they will be unloving, devoid of natural human affection, calloused and inhumane, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, devoid of self-control, intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good. Four, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasure rather than lovers of God. My friends, that was a pretty accurate description of the world today. Five, holding to a form of outward godliness or religion, although they have denied its power, for their conduct nullifies their claim of faith. Avoid such people and keep far away from them. Folks, we need to pay attention to the last group of people. They have a form of godliness or religion. Some even attend a church or pray sometimes or post something religious. But we are to be fruit inspectors. If anyone we are around has these fruits or traits, we are to keep far away from them. Notice it doesn't say unless we've been friends since grade school, etc. Sometimes we need to run. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're a merciful God. Thank you for your mercies when we miss you. We choose to learn, Father, and to seek you more and more every day to follow that still, small voice and to run from evil every opportunity, Father. We thank you that you help us and you give us the strength to turn away when we need to, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.